2: or call 562 314 4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, guys, and welcome to Couch Talks with Kat. This is the episode of You Need Therapy where I answer questions that you guys send in. And you guys can send in questions yourself to katherine at podcast.com, And hopefully I'll be able to answer them one day on the show. So we put out a full episode every Monday that goes through different kinds of topics. This week we had one on family systems. Last week we had one on befriending your inner critic. And then on Wednesdays we do a shorter version with... Sometimes just me and sometimes with a friend where I answer your questions. And this week you guys are very lucky because I have a friend. Hi. I have my friend Kellen on, which she's been on the podcast many times. And she's going to ask some of these questions and then she's also going to give some of her feedback because there are questions that she has some insight on as well. Not
3: so professional insight, but... Well,
2: professional human. Yeah. You're a professional human. I am. Sometimes. Yeah. All the time. (laughs) We all are. Okay. So we are going to go ahead and get into that. And Kellen, do you want to give us the first question? Let's do it.
3: First question. I am on my third round of trying therapy. I know that it can be useful. I just don't know how to convince myself to stay in it. How do I know that my problems are big enough to go to therapy and how do I stick with it? So good. I totally can relate to that.
2: Well, and this question I've gotten a lot. Mm-hmm. in different like wordings but the same essence right so can you talk about your experience of sure how did, you know I mean I mean are I'm, you okay admitting that you are in therapy
1: absolutely I just told everybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> are you okay if we say that you're in therapy <laughs> yes. yes okay <laughs> yes yeah
3: I mean even when I the first time I really went to therapy I didn't really know why I was going I think for me it was like oh I just want to be the best version of myself and then there were definitely weeks to would be like what well, do you want to schedule the next session I'm like I think I'm okay. Yeah. And especially you think about the financial, just it's a commitment. It really is. And it, But I like to flip it and say it's an investment in yourself. Great way to say it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And it depends on why you're having the issue of staying with it. For me, sometimes it was too hard because it was bringing up a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that maybe, maybe, I didn't feel ready for or maybe I just didn't want to walk through at that time Mm -hmm. and my life was actually going okay so I was like maybe it's really not affecting me that much but it's every time I have had a therapy session I always learned something and so whenever I'm like in that world of like I think I'm okay like I think Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna like step away from it from a bit I'm like you know like I if I want to continue growing and continue to figure everything out about myself I need to stick with it
2: yes so you know I was Listening to something this morning, and somebody spoke and said, If you're not growing, you're dying. Oh, I know, which is what she meant. Like, it's true. She was like, Scientifically, if you're not growing, you're decomposing and you're dying. And so, we always should be striving to grow, and growth should be something that we encourage and that we never want to be like, Oh, I'm finished. That being said, you don't want to have to be in therapy for your whole life. But what I hear in a lot of the questions that I get in regards to going to therapy and sticking with it is, This comparative suffering idea Mm. that okay well how do i know that my problems are valid enough to walk into a room with a professional sitting there and listening to my story are they going to think that i'm being weak or needy or dramatic dramatic Dramatic, so often comes up and what i know to be true about our pain is that the worst pain you're ever going to experience is the pain that you feel like the worst pain Mm. in the world is your pain because you're feeling that we don't feel other people's pain Exactly. And so your stuff is going to be the hardest stuff for you to walk through because you're walking through it and you don't have to actually have anything wrong with you i say this all the time you do not have to have anything wrong with you to go to therapy Mm. it's not always about fixing something sometimes it's just about bettering something or learning something growing there doesn't have to be something wrong with you in order for you to grow so i think the whole idea of how do i know my problems are valid enough or how do i know that my stuff is worthy enough to go to therapy for that's not a question question. It's like, do I want to go to therapy or not? That's the question. And sticking with it is a whole nother thing. Because one thing specifically happens over and over and over and over is people will come to therapy and they have paperwork that they fill out before. And one of the questions is, do I have trauma? 75% of the time people are like, no, which is fine. Then they come in and they have their first session. And before we get into their stuff, I always go through like protocols and just give some background and ask them if they've been to therapy before. And a lot of times they'll say no. And then I'm like, okay, well, let me tell you a little bit about the process. And I don't want to freak you out, but this is going to get worse before it gets better. And they're like, Ugh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I thought this was just supposed to get better. Yeah. Where's the door now? Yeah. And so I say that because a lot of times what we do in therapy is we uncover things that we thought were normal. And then we're like, oh my gosh, this isn't normal. Oh, I have to heal for something. Or we uncover emotions that we didn't know we had. We're essentially opening up a jar that you have tried to like vacuum seal shut. And we are going to have to deal and and wrestle and move through all that stuff before we can get to the other side. The only way over all of this stuff is going right through it. And so people will leave as soon as the jar opens up. Mm-hmm. They're like, wait a second. No, no, no. I came in here so you could fix me and we could make this stuff better and I could do this and I could do this. And now things are really bad and they just leave. And sometimes right. they'll come into the session and talk about it. But a lot of times they'll just like not ever. They'll just ghost me. So this is the story that I usually tell to clients in the first session is I had this one client who was referred by his wife. He wasn't referred to me by his wife. He was referred to therapy by his wife. <laughs> And this is like tough looking guy and never been to therapy, had a lot of trauma and we started going through his stuff. And one day he came into my office and he sat down and I was like, how are you? Like I always do. And he was like, I'm good. And I was like, oh, it seems like you're not like he just said it in a way that I was like, what are you? Are you? And he was like, I mean, no. And I was like, so why did you say that? And he was like, well, you know, in the first session, you told me that things were going to get worse before they got better. And, you know. I've been learning a lot of stuff and I've been changing a lot of things about how I operate. And it's not been easy and it's affecting everybody around me because now they have to change how they operate and things are getting a little bit tough. So things are getting worse before they're getting better. And you said this was going to happen. So that means that this is working. And so I'm good. And I was like, okay, (laughs) great. And so that is just an example. Like, we just have to know that, like, Not every day that we go to therapy is going to be like, oh, my God, my mind is blown up. Everything in my world is changing. Sometimes it's like, oh, I have to do that now in order to get to where I want to go. And sometimes it's just like, oh, that was a nice conversation. Like, it's not everything (laughs) doesn't have to be this deep, dark dive into all of our stuff. Sometimes sessions are all about celebrating. And so you deserve to be celebrated, too. Yeah. So all on that to say, I want you guys to know that you don't have to have any level of stuff or trauma to go to therapy and the way to stick with it is just knowing do I want to continue to grow is this valuable to me am I getting something out of this and removing that idea that I have to compare myself to what other people are going through Yeah, absolutely.
3: And like, I think also just being willing to lean into the work.
2: Yeah, you get out of therapy what you put in it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of times people are like, oh, this therapist looks awesome. She's going to change my life. I can't change your life at all. And I definitely can't change your life if you want me to change your life. You have to want to change your own life. So you go into the therapy open-minded and willing to like do hard things. You'll get... At some point, something from it.
3: And I think, I think for me too, you just touch on something, something that can be frustrating for me sometimes in the therapy office is I want them to do the work for me. I want them to give me the answers, and instead so it's just lots of questions. And I'm like, what? No, mm-hmm. I don't want to answer the question. I'm he- you're the expert here, and it's like, oh no, you're not the expert of my life. No. I should be the expert yeah. of my life. So,
2: so often, yeah. people are like, what should I do? And what yeah. do you think I say back? What do you think you should do? <laughs> or
3: what are your options?
2: <laughs> They're like, I. What you to tell me I'm like I don't want the credit for you doing that like I don't want the no, credit for that no whether it's good or bad <laughs> hey guys Kat here and I have something very important to talk to you guys about now I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life but if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick or you just need a little extra boost I think I found the next best thing and the next best thing might just be cozy earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonuses, they come in this really cute travel tote, so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code you need at checkout to get off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you. You need therapy after you check out.
0: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.
1: Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody, rugged, resilient, and timeless.
3: Second question, I'm 34 and single in a global pandemic, I feel like I've lost my chance at love. Any advice? You
2: said something really interesting and helpful right before we start yeah. recording. Do you wanna share that? Sure,
3: um, I was actually out to coffee with a friend yesterday and we were talking about our dating woes. And then on top of that, like how to meet people in a global pandemic and all of those fun questions. And she says something that her therapist tells her is that statistically speaking, you will get married. Like most people get married and she was like, and I, so I just hold on to that hope that statistically speaking, there's someone out there for me.
2: Yeah. And I like that Yeah, the odds are that you will. And so can we trust in that?
3: Sometimes I feel like I can sometimes,
2: but it might not be when you want it. Totally. That's the kicker of like, you very well might get married. It just might not be when you want it to be. Right. And that is hard. That is so hard. And I'm in it with, you and the people that wrote this question like i'm not married and i thought i was going to be married when i was 23
3: <laughs> welcome to the south
2: and uh, yeah it's tough now here's the deal dating has changed dramatically dramatically and there are pros and there's cons to it the truth is people are less likely to meet you organically just because of dating apps and all of that world and because of the pandemic
3: Right. It's just gotten Mm -hmm. even more difficult. So people aren't, one,
2: you're not making, not smiling or like when you make eye contact with people, it's really weird now because it's like a mask and it's like, what's your face doing? (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) And so like, you're not, and it's hard to hear people. And so you're less likely to meet people organically now because of that. But also that was already an issue because people don't have to be as vulnerable as they were. And because of dating apps, it makes it look and seem like there are more options out there because- You can just get on your phone and swipe through hundreds of people in one night. Now, the upside is you can get on your phone and swipe through hundreds of people in one (laughs) night. And I will say dating apps have opened up interracial dating. I think that the stat two years ago that I saw was like twice as likely. And that is a good thing. But I see that interracial dating has doubled. But what that is saying is that people that aren't as likely to meet in the same social situations are meeting online. So they would never meet because of, I don't know, they live in different areas or they have different friends or this, but they're meeting on this app, which I think is really cool. It is. And a lot of us hate dating apps.
3: I was just about to say (laughs) that my, what came to my my mind was like, but at the same time, like you have to trust the process again, trust the process of what a dating app is.
2: Yeah. And some people can go on one date and meet somebody and marry them. And some people like myself (laughs) have been on many and it, hasn't worked out so what i have tried to do is not make things so serious yeah and we have done that i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast or not but we've done that with we like to call the shitty day jar in our house and i started that with my roommate after i had been on a slew of really bad dates
3: like really bad guys yeah
2: ba- yeah, really bad like i'm like wait wow how not this just, happen?
3: yeah it's not just like oh we couldn't carry on a conversation it's so like it's, crazy stuff yeah. you're like what
2: yeah and this was after i was getting back into dating after a really bad breakup so i'd like cry all the time right a lot of crying <laughs> and i don't cry very much And so I was like, this is ridiculous. This has to be a joke. God is playing a joke on me. Let's find some humor (laughs) in it. So I stopped taking it so seriously. So I made this shitty date jar. So now it's like kind of funny when I come home from a date. It's like, was it bad? (laughs) Can we put it in the jar? (laughs) And so that's one thing I would encourage us to not take everything so seriously. Because I think with the dating apps and just going on dates in general and meeting people, it's like, oh, this is my chance. This is like, I got to make sure that I'm perfect and I look perfect. I sound perfect. I say the right thing when really you don't because the person that is for you isn't going to want all of that anyway. And the other side of that is I think part of this just like acknowledging that it sucks.
3: Yeah. Anyone that's really trying to date right now, like I think everyone is very much aware that like the time we're in, it sucks. It's really hard to meet people. And a lot of people aren't probably willing to go on dates right now because of the pandemic like everyone's level with dealing with this is very different and on top of that I would say that everyone's stress level and anxiety is a little different right yes, now yes, yes, yes and that's just over your entire life Mm -hmm. so even trying to enter into a new relationship and trying to get to know someone is probably just a little more difficult so I think it is just like having this open handedness about it of like we're all here we're all trying this for the first time let's just see how this goes
2: you're allowed to be sad I mean I'm sad oh yeah I'm sad you're allowed to be sad (laughs) and also enjoy parts of single life Mm -hmm. so it's not all bad again we always like to invite the both and and one of my clients sent me something the other day that was like a meme and it was like all therapists semicolon couldn't it be both (laughs) (laughs) and like this is what i'm saying (sighs) now is like yeah this can suck and you can also enjoy parts of being single and you can do being single well in the sense of we have tons of fun
3: yes we do like I would say, like, during this time, especially, like, try new things for yourself. Like, go out and make yourself more well-rounded in some capacity to try to become the person that, like, you would be attracted to. Are you attracted to... Date yourself. Date yourself. Like, are you attracted to to a guy who reads a lot or a girl who reads a lot? Like, when's the last time you read a book? Maybe you should do something about that. Maybe Mm -hmm. you should learn a new skill. Like, just... I always try to think of that. It's like, what am I attracted to? And what do I want to reflect and like bring to the table in a relationship? And how can I make that happen now?
2: Yeah. And I do believe that there is an essence of we are going to attract what we believe we can get. And if Mm -hmm. we believe that we have lost our chance at finding somebody, we probably won't find somebody. And if we believe that we have still a shot at finding somebody, we might we might not but at least we have a chance at it yeah and so i think we need to do a whole another episode we did one but another episode on singleness because so many people are struggling with that right mm-hmm. now especially in a pandemic and it's people of all ages you don't have to be over 30 to be sad about being single no you can be i was gonna say 12 but like you, <laughs> should, you are i think that we need to talk <laughs> But you can be 65, you can be in your 20s, like you don't have to be a certain age, like there are parts of being single that are just always are going to suck. And there are parts of it that are really great. And so in the pandemic, when we can't do much about it, we take what we can get around the dating apps and what's available to be dating and what people are comfortable with. We are grateful for what we have outside of that. And we acknowledge that it sucks. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Couch Talks. Kellen, thank you for having this convo with me. Absolutely. It's always better with a friend.
3: Everything's better with a friend. Well,
2: not everything. Well, maybe not everything. Sometimes
3: I like to be by myself. Yeah. (laughs) It's the
0: both (laughs)
2: end. Okay, guys. Thank you. I'll see you Monday.
0: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip.